Excited to have Patrick Metzger here for Talent Talks. Patrick is the owner of PM Associates uh, in Fargo, North Dakota. He's an EOS implementer. He's got the privilege to work with a lot of great businesses and business leaders. And so, Patrick, excited, uh, excited to have you with us today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Ben. All right. Well, hey, the big, kind of the big question that we wanted to talk about within Talent Talks is, right, in every small to medium-sized business and even bigger businesses, you have an opening in your accountability chart somewhere in mid to upper management, how do you effectively move people up, up those ranks into those positions or bring in talent outside, but not make the mistake of, of not having someone identified or trained to can actually do the role that you're looking for. So speak about that pitfall and some good practices of, about avoiding it. Yeah, you bet. So, I mean, with, within EOS, that accountability chart is one of the items that we tackle the very, very first day. And uh, backing up a little bit, you know, when we, when we refer to accountability chart, we're really talking about an organizational chart uh, that, that any typical company has. But what we're doing with that uh, accountability chart is we are really taking that org chart and laying out the five main roles and or responsibilities within every one of those seats uh, within that chart. So the beauty of the accountability chart is you get really, really crystal clear on who is doing what. Um, you start to see all the pieces connected and you have, uh, you have a ton of clarity around exactly um, what everybody's role is, what their main function is, and, and kind of how it all ties together. So when we, yeah, when we meet with a, with a company the very first day, we spend anywhere from maybe three to four, uh, man, sometimes it can get pretty long. Sometimes it's a five hour discussion of just building out that accountability chart. And when we do that, uh, we build it out based on structure, not on people, because people are always going to come and go uh, within an organization, that's just life. And you never wanna build seats or your organization around very, very specific people. Now, you're always going to tweak it around people based on the talent and resources that you have but uh, you really want to base it out on the ideal structure moving forward from there. So um, what I find uh, with a lot of management teams, leadership teams uh, is they end up just organically kind of growing this chart out as their, as their business grows. And when you have young entrepreneurial companies, you have a lot of people wearing a lot of different hats and that is always an enormous challenge. And as this company grows and they kind of blossom, uh, everybody just keeps taking on more and more and more because you have to run extremely lean um, when, you, when you're in those early startup phases and years. And what we find is one of the biggest mistakes uh, companies make is they end up in this situation where people end up getting elevated within their company and they're probably not the all right. And it's definitely a problem here where I'm at in the Midwest where uh, you know, you have a lot of open jobs. Uh, employment rates are extremely low, and it's tough to find those those mid to higher management management type roles, especially when you get into rural companies and things uh, in this area. So, what we do is we really we really base it around structure, and we really break down all those roles responsibilities. But then we really start looking at the 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 pieces within it such as, all right, if we are going to elevate uh, some of these people maybe into higher roles, what are they lacking? All right, and I think that's a really big self-awareness piece for companies to say, 
all right, if this person has been with us, you know, maybe 20 years, they're very, very skilled, but are they the best, uh, are they the right person for that seat, you know, as far as managing people? And I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up is they think just because someone's been somewhere a long time, they should automatically elevate them. And that person's maybe not quite ready uh, as far as their management skills, honestly. So what do you, what do you seeing as um, kind of the ideal scenario, right? So you have this open seat in the accountability chart. They're growing, they're scaling. They see the need for this seat. They have a candidate maybe that's one layer lower in their business. Do you, do you say, hey, go ahead and promote them if you think there's a percentage of fit that you think they can do it, but then develop a training program around the, the miss? Or do you have them kind of evaluate internal employees and external employees? What do you, what do you see? Yeah. You know, I always tend to lean toward look at who and what you have first. You know, a lot of times you're going to have somebody that could elevate into that role. They're just going to need some education, some resources, um, some different coaching and mentoring to really move up into that role. But, you know, any, any great company too, Ben, they're going to focus on their employees and their growth trajectories and their growth plans. And I think that's really, really important to constantly be doing with, with all of your employees is figuring out, you know, what, what is that potential that person has and giving them those resources and training to really be moving everybody forward because then all you're doing is plugging and playing hopefully with the people that are coming into your organization, maybe toward the bottom or mid-range. And you are really growing them and fostering that growth uh, to prepare them to move up into those, into those roles later on because as you know, it's a, it's a heck of a lot easier to plug someone up into a role when they've been there for a while and they know your business than uh, maybe bringing someone completely new in from the outside that has to learn the entire business. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, we're an EOS company. That's how we've grown our business. And um, we, we talk about those top three to five roles in every seat. We call them performance objectives. Um, but one thing that I've, I've liked about how we've done it is we look at every seat. Now, those are the performance objectives, but then we break it down to what we call head, heart, and breathe case. So these are three indicator theme areas that signify person's ability or training needs to actually do those performance objectives. And so now, hey, we're going to promote Bath up into this role. Let's look at this new seat from what's required from a head, which is behavioral and cognitive fit. Heart, heart is value and motivation fit and briefcases, skills and experience fit. Let's look at where she's at, where that role is, if there's a potential fit. Now we have to fill in the training gap mm -hmm. and actually go through that training step to not just assume she's going to be good in that role, but, you know, take that longstanding employee and really make them productive in that new position. Um, so, you know, we, we believe in the same thing. We just kind of break it into one more level of head our briefcase to give a, a roadmap of where the training needs to happen and where, where the evaluation needs to happen. But what do you, what do you see happens when they don't, when they don't do that? What are, what are, like, what's the, the bad story that you've noticed? Uh, you know, I think if, if, are you saying if they don't, uh, if they don't have the right plan, right? And so you get the wrong person in the wrong seat. Like what, what do you think is the impact by not having this thought through as a business? Oh, it's, it's enormous. I mean, it could be anything from you're lacking on someone that has that ability to really be um, high on the strategic end to you may have somebody that might not be a cultural fit within that leadership team. Um, 
it's it, it can honestly really tear apart a leadership team and or organization in a hurry if if you have someone moving up into a higher role that's not going to be a good fit there uh, uh, pretty pretty quickly. No, I, I see it's emotionally, it's physically tolling, right? If you got the wrong person, the wrong seat or the wrong plan to develop for it. So I, you're in there working on those businesses and we get a chance to do that too. And so it's, it's, I think it's a huge topic. You know, you can't not, can, cannot take it lightly when you're yeah, growing your business. Absolutely. And businesses, uh, I think some businesses underestimate the true hit that it really does take to their business. If you don't, if you don't get that uh, hire nailed down from the beginning, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a six figure hit to you based on the resources you're putting into that person based on the time that you've maybe uh, wasted or missed now with that person in that role. Uh, it can really set you back in a hurry. Yeah, no, I know. I find the same thing. Well, Hey Patrick, we appreciate kind of shedding some light on this specific topic. I think it's great for people listening to slow down and really think about, right person, right seat, and how you succession plan and train as you move people up in the organizations because it's, it's a key step. And sometimes those people decisions are made in speed instead of quality, right? And so um, hopefully people slow down and do it right. So thanks again. Appreciate you joining. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Ben.